0: Hi, this is Marion Samuel from the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse in Antigua. Every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., we interview a guest about real-life issues from the Caribbean. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversations, a time to explore the issues surrounding your everyday existence your family, your community, your environment, your health and safety habits, your lifestyle, both physically and spiritually, will all be discussed here on Lighthouse Conversations. Let's get started and see just what we can learn to better your life. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversation, and thank you, Ms. Alverne Innes and Mr. Gregson Gardner for accepting our invitation to come and inform our listeners on human trafficking and the many issues that surround this subject.
1: Thank you very much for having us. Thank you for having us.
0: Before we go further, let me give you the opportunity to introduce yourself and tell us your responsibility at this important organization.
1: Again, good afternoon. My name is Alverena Ennis and I am the Care and Support Services Officer at the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Secretariat within the Ministry of Public Safety and Labor. I'm also a member of the CASES Task Force.
2: And I am Mr. Gregson Gardner. I am an immigration officer. I'm presently stationed at the VC Bird International Airport, and I'm a member of the Educational Task Force for Human Trafficking.
0: Okay, the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Committee within the Ministry of Legal Affairs, Public Safety and Labor is bringing awareness to society this week in the form of many activities, which you will share with us later on. But for now, let's talk a little on human trafficking. Share with us the structure of the organization and where in the body your team or committee is located. Um, the structure of the organization, based
1: on the Act of Antigua and Barbuda, is that of a national committee, and uh, the act also cater for um, the a committee appointing task, force, task forces based on the needs. Um, the national committee is headed by the Permanent Secretary within the Ministry of Public Safety and Labor, Mrs. Stacey Gregg-Page, she's the chairperson, and uh, we have the Control of Customs, the Commission of Police, the Chief Immigration Officer, Officer in Charge of the ONDCP, we have Representative from the Coast Guard, we have the Representative, or the Director, in fact, of the Family and Social Services Unit, the Directorate of Gender Affairs, and two individuals from the non-profit organization, that's the Salvation Army, and also Lions who sits on that committee. And we also have an Independent Person who served as um, the in-house doctor on call for the uh, victims of trafficking. They're all part of that committee. And from the committee now, the Act allows the committee now to set up task force based on how they see it fit in. And so far, we have two task forces. One, Task Force Education, which speaks for itself in terms of educating the general public as of the issue of human trafficking. And we have Task Force Cases. Task Force Cases is responsible for investigation and, uh, to some extent, care and support of those, those persons that would come into, our, into contact with us from time to time.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Now, the theme for this year caught my attention. Join the fight. Human trafficking is not right. Now, there are many who are not aware that there are people who will trade another to make a living for themselves. Now, remind all listeners on what is human trafficking and what group of individuals are most likely to be affected by this trade.
2: Human trafficking is... The recruitment, transportation, transfer, harbouring, or receipt of a person for the means for abduction or fraud, deception, the abuse of power, and the giving or receiving of payments or benefits. And it is mainly for the exploitation of the person, for like prostitution, forced labour, slavery practices, uh, servitude, and most common now, organ removal or organ harvesting, it is called. If to explain and to break it down that human trafficking must be, there must be three stages, three things that must be done to commit human trafficking. And if I may go a little more, that's for adults with children, only two is needed. So let's go again for the, the, the public to understand that there must be an activity, and the activity would be the recruitment. That's the way they go about in getting persons involved. They recruit them by deceit and, and stuff like that. Promises, mm-hmm. the uh, transportation, or the transfer of a person from one person to the other. The harboring, you receive the person and harbor that person. Mm-hmm. That is all the activity process. Then they how is it done? By what means? It is done by means of coercion, by abduction, snatching of a person, by fraud, by deception, by the abuse of power. You're in a certain position and you're able to manipulate that power uh, by the giving and the receipt of payments or benefits and you know, promises. Right. And, and uh, again, as I said, and it's mainly for exploitation, whether it is for Sexual purposes, or for labor purposes, servitude, domestic, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No. So I have explained the three stuff there that is needed, but for children. Only two is needed, and it's the first and the third, the first and the last mm. that is needed. So only the activity, which is the recruitment, the transportation, the transfer, the harboring, or the receipt of the person, and for what? For exploitation. Mm. So that other part between with the deception, so that is not needed for a child. Because remember now, a child is not responsible for everything mm. he does. Yes. And, and mainly with children, it is a parent or a relative or a neighbor or somebody who does that part. So Mm -hmm. that is not needed.
0: Now, what are some indicators
2: of human trafficking? Indicators? Well, let me take it from an immigration point of view, since I'm an immigration officer. If I'm, say, I'm at a control, um, let's say a port of entry, I'm at the airport working now, Mm -hmm. and uh, a flight lands and a person... Is presented, a uh, person presents themselves in front of me to be landed and to be processed. Yes, I will be looking for certain indicators, or let's say we as mm-hmm. immigration, we'll, we're looking for certain indicators through our training. And we will be looking to see that if person seems to be um, the courier. When I say that, is that I notice that questions are put to the persons in front of me and they might present themselves as a family three or four persons is there i recognize that hey this one person answer all the question mm-hmm. with the documents um one person is holding all the document and nothing is wrong with that. So that's only from an immigration point of view right. I'm just giving a little thing. Mm-hmm. But there are many others, many other indicators that they have, you know. People show signs of movements uh, that they're being controlled as I just said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they show fear of an- anxiety. Um, you might even see marks in them. Mm-hmm. A- and so this no, I'm, I'm going outside the scope now. Even medical persons are involved, um, teachers, social workers, you know. Um, you can see that the person is even afraid of revealing their status or mm-hmm. uh, their name, who they are. You know, they were schooled and they were told, hey, your name has now been changed and these are the reasons. You know, um, persons are working at a place but yet they have little or no monies. Mm-hmm. So you recognize, well, how could you be working mm-hmm. at a factory but you have no monies? You really because then have that debt bondage and stuff that we can get into later and that all their monies were taken from them. Okay,
1: do get in any event.
2: Something any, you don't even get. Don't get um, also, a person is working at an establishment and that person worked, what we would say, uh, seven, eight days straight. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no day off. The labor code speaks that a person must get two days off per week. So you recognize that a person is working all the time and is just continuously with little note, you know, so you recognize that. Also, a person lives in a poor uh, a kind of substandard condition. Now, let's say you pay a visit to, to a person. And you recognize, though, that there's someone there who made be a helper, or a servant or something like that, to the house. But you recognize that that person has to go out into the garden, maybe in some little back shed mm-hmm. or something. You understand? Or Let's say for a child. You might have a child here. Or you come to a place and there's a child here. And you recognize that although there are other children, that one is not allowed to play with with these here or that child is not allowed to eat at the same table with the other children Now, i'm not saying that every little thing that you see Mm -hmm. you're going to raise an alarm Mm -hmm. but hey we are society and we must be conscious we must look out for things i'm not going to try to appeal to the folks that every little thing you see that is happening at your neighbor Right, that you know, come and run and make right. a big thing about it. Mm-hmm. But we're saying that, hey, these are some of the things that we know. Mm-hmm. And we are asking the public, especially this week, we're trying to make the awareness be there, mm-hmm. to be vigilant. Look out for these things because human trafficking is real. And we are asking you, especially in this week, according to our team, to join the fight, mm-hmm. human mm-hmm. trafficking is not right. Okay,
0: thank you so much for joining us on Lighthouse Conversation. And with me in the studio today is Mr. Gardner and Ms. Ennis from the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Committee within the Ministry of Legal Affairs, Public Safety, and Labour. And they are bringing awareness to us on human trafficking. Ms. Innes, give two preventative measures the committee puts in place to help with curbing this terrifying act from carrying through.
1: Okay, two preventative methods are that of um, prevention and also partnership. We cannot do it alone. And in terms of prevention, we it is done through the means of public education, and when we say public education, we are talking about education as from the schools right up to our tertiary institutions. Um, The basic elements of human trafficking has always been shared with persons, and also we conduct sessions with church groups, and we have just um, recently concluded the training of um, over 150 customs officers over a period of about three months or so, and um, we also work with the Project HOPE as a part of a community um, organization, and uh, the schools in general. We um, conduct our activities through those um, institutions. Throughout the year, we are we visit schools, we visit the churches, we visit social clubs, and uh, speak to them about the issue of human trafficking and uh, what they can do in if they should come into contact with someone, or they may w- would have heard uh, they may have heard someone saying something about, um, or in fact suspecting some sort of activity, where they can call in terms of receive, so as to receive help for those persons.
0: Okay. Now there are many that will be affected and challenged by this act of human trafficking. What are some of these challenges that individuals will face as a victim? Um,
1: Challenges that of fear, fear of going back to the community, fear of persons, seeing them in such a situation, because remember, no one ever really consent to be trafficked. They were fooled into such a situation. And they are now in a different country, and while at the same time you can be trafficked in country, but in our context, all in our context is from cross borders. Um, you are now in this situation. You do not have any sort of a social support. So you are left now to the mercies of the persons who have brought you here. And the mere fact that you were told or you have told your family members and the friends that you are coming for a better life. You are coming to work <coughs> in this grand club or this grand bar or this grand hotel or the factory, whatever it is, we're told to you, and you are placed now, you're being exploited in whatever fashion or form. Then for you now to go back to your country and you do not have anything, it poses a problem. So you are fearful of persons coming and seeing you in such a situation. You are fearful of your family members being aware of what you, um, the situation that you are in. You are fearful for your family members because you would have been threatened or you are likely to be threatened. What would happen to your family if you do not do what you were told to do?
0: Does human trafficking always consist of sexual or explicit behaviors, or are there other ways that human trafficking is expressed? Here in Antigua and
1: Barbuda, we focus only on the aspect of prostitution, as I would say, that there are two types of prostitution. They are, they are trafficking for the f- purpose of prostitution, and they are prostitution for persons who know exactly what it is they're all about. Mm. But what we are dealing with are those persons who were trafficked for the purpose of prostitution. Um, other than prostitution, you have domestic servitude, and domestic servitude means, therefore, you are in a home setting, and you are there working endlessly. There are times when you are not even allowed to go outside. If you go out, you are you go out in the company of those persons from within the homes. Then you have also organ harvesting. We are not sure if we 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 uh, we um, there's any sort of a, organ harvesting here within our Twin Island state. But we know for sure we have trafficking for the purpose of prostitution and also domestic servitude. So those are the two main um, types of trafficking um, that we have experienced here within our Twin Island state.
2: If I may add in that not only persons are Smuggled just for the purpose of sexual exploitation, mm-hmm. but in a world now where there are factories and um, agricultural purposes, it's farm labor, you know, mm-hmm. farm labor. And so, mm-hmm. those are things that in um, some persons and um, traffickers would get into. In um, and a person might want some persons to work on their farm, or even in construction. Uh, construction, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Beautiful mm-hmm. and. So we don't want it to look as if, hey, it's only the females Mm -hmm. and it's a sexual thing. Males are also um, trafficked. But before you go, um, Gregson, but (coughs) even if
1: we are talking about prostitution, they have male prostitutes also. All right, But I don't think we have never come into contact with such. Mm-hmm. And we are a tourism um, economy. We don't know what is going on on the outside. That is why we continue our public awareness in order to educate individuals so that they can come forward if they realize that someone is in a situation and based on the information they receive, how they can uh, make contact with us in order to help. Go ahead.
2: One thing to that I want to, to, to bring out at this point mm-hmm. and especially now that um, school, a um, yes. lot of our Mm-hmm. Students who just off. graduated mm-hmm. from school in in, in in August, and congratulations to those who did and did well, and mm-hmm. those who are trying to further the education mm-hmm. now, in furthering the education, there might be a lot of students and young persons who are seeking for opportunities, and again, as I would say before, in this technological world where everybody 's on the net and opportunities and they 're searching mm-hmm. for colleges and whats and whatnot to be very careful because there might be some opportunities that you might go after because hey this seems like it mm-hmm. and nothing is wrong again in a person trying to better themselves what we would say is that hey if it seems too good, good to be to true, true tell mm-hmm. somebody about it
1: mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> it is best that you would have go ba- gone back to your school that you just graduated from speak to your teachers speak to your Classmates, speak to the headmaster, mm-hmm. speak to someone in your church. Say, "Well, hey, um, madam teacher, you know, I'm trying to go on to college, and I've been searching, and I've I found this one, and they're saying that they they would pay for the um the, the my my ticket to come, and they would mm-hmm. put me up, and and this that sounds a little too much, you know. Discuss it with someone mm-hmm. rather than you might just be going off. No. I'm saying to discuss it with your parents. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, we as parents too might be so glad for the opportunity and excited yes. that our child is going to get to go to college, University and someone is sponsoring that and giving them a scholarship. That we're saying, hey, take it because we didn't get it. But, hey, discuss it with somebody else. Yes. Because, hey, let's um, the countries have lots of consulate and embassies around the world. So let's say, wherever it is in the world, I'm not going to stigmatize anyway, mm-hmm. let somebody go to the government services here, come to us. Let somebody, hey, review it, check it out. Um, is there a college in such and such a place? Is it a reputable college? Do you know these folks? Are these folks registered there? One the other thing, too, if you happen to get the opportunity to go after go to college, First thing you do, find out your embassy or your closest consulate yes. and be registered mm-hmm. so that somebody know that, hey, John Smith or Jonah Thomas has moved to this spot and is staying here and is going to the college. So anything you can go. Because I may add, to you, when my colleague, Miss Innes, spoke about the fears, that is some of the thing in that imagine that you were given the opportunity to cross a border and to go to another place. For an opportunity. And when you get there, the circumstances change. Right? No, the trafficker, first thing they do is put fear into you. As Miss Innis said, they might even threaten your family back home. Now, if you're already there and you're in the bad situation and they're saying, Well, hey, remember, we know your mother, we know your sister, we know your your little niece and your nephew. And if you go to any authority here and do anything, what we will do to them. So you might choose to say, well, I'm already in the situation. Let me not put my mother and my sister and my brother and so in that situation. Mm -hmm. So you see the the need to make somebody know where you're going and to be registered when you get there. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the other fears that they can put in in you is debt bondage. Remember, I was alluding to the fact that they might even want to pay all of your your fears, Your fears mm. to get Your there. Fees. Fears, fears, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To get mm-hmm. there. And then when you get there now, although they were saying when they was a scholarship, then they started to tell you, our job. They started to tell you, well, hey, you owe me for the ticket. Mm-hmm. And you owe me for food. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know you owe me for boarding and rent. Mm-hmm. And that is dead bondage. You see where you find yourself mm-hmm. now. That's what we're saying. If it sounds too good to be true, tell somebody about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then Another another fear they put into you. Confiscation. Take away your travel documents, take away your passport, take away all your IDs. So you know unless you would know the the, the, the exact um, place to go to or the exact authorities to go to, then you will be fearful again of reporting it because then who are you? Mm-hmm. No one knows mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm.
0: so You're listening to the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, broadcasting on 1160 AM and 92.3 FM. Thank you so much for joining us on Lighthouse Conversation. With me in the studio is Ms. Alverna Innes and Mr. Gregson Gardner, and they are both from the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Committee here in Antigua and Barbuda. And as we continue... Uh, How could the public assist you in your undertaking? Now, there are some who might want to report a case but is fearful of threats and can they actually trust the person who they are revealing this information to? So, some reassurance to the public. Okay. um, If I
1: can um, answer that question, all calls is taken in the strictest confidence. And persons, if they want or not, they are Always anonymous we do not reveal our source and the act of itself the Act of 2010 caters for such so you call and you give the information you don't have to give your name mm-hmm. okay even if you reach someone that you mean that you know from the office or from the various task force or the committee and you tell them what you have observed your name or the names of the, of those individuals are not going to be disclosed. Um if you need to call, there are a few numbers in which you can use. We have a quick response number that is the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Secretariat. Quick response number is 736 9229. 736 9229 and that is 24 hours and we have a 15 minutes response. Time. Additionally, you can call the Directorate of Gender Affairs on their hotline, which is 463-5555, 463 We have Crime Stoppers, 1-800-TIP, 1-800-TIP. And you can also call 911. Of course, they're going to ask you, what's the emergency? And you will tell them, and they are going to put you on to the seven three six nine two two nine number. Because we know we live in a cell phone, uh, a cell phone, a cell phone world. Eh? Um. Additionally, our office number, that's the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Secretariat number, is five six two seven zero eight nine, and that is during working hours. Five six two seven zero eight nine. Those are the numbers that you can call, and of course you um can go to the police station and you can make your report and the police is going to make contact with their contact person from within the police <coughs> force, which is the commissioner himself or the representative, Mr. Rodney Ellis, and um, they are going to, um, in fact, Mr. Rodney Ellis is the chief person for, the, for the, the task force cases, So, and they are going to receive the information and challenge it to the right um, right direction.
2: If I may add, please, we're appealing to the folks out there. Be your brother's keeper. If you see something that looks suspicious, I know we live in an age now where they they say, well, hey, you know, informers. They don't Mm -hmm. like informers. It's not a matter of fact that you're an informer. It's a matter of fact that you're your brother's keeper. We live in a Christian society. We have to look out for each other, especially our females and our children, not leaving out the males, everyone, but especially for our girls and our children, we have to look out for them. Mm -hmm. If you see something that doesn't look right, I'm not going to say everything you see, you come and report it. But if you check something out and you have that feeling that, hey, this is not right. We're now in September Mm -hmm. and you saw your neighbor, some children came to visit for the summer well that's okay I don't expect you to come and report that that you saw your neighbor just brought in some children and they, they, they're doing this and doing that in the yard that's okay but if now we are today at coming close to the end of September school has restarted all throughout the globe we would believe and you recognize that hey that child is there all the other children are going to school but that one is still here mm-hmm. and still home I think well that is and one that working. you should report. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. The reality. Mm-hmm. Because then the laws, even of this country says that all children below the age of 16 are to be in school. So then why isn't that one in school? Mm-hmm. Be mm-hmm. your brother's keeper.
0: Okay. All right. Now the theme... Join the fight. Human trafficking is not right. Why this theme and share the activities you have put in place to bring the public to awareness of this trading industry of humans?
1: Um, Mr. Garden have made mention of the the theme already, and we cannot say it more clearly than how it was said. Join the fight. Mm-hmm. Human trafficking is not right that theme was chosen amongst other themes that um, was submitted this year for our awareness week our awareness week started yesterday it's that's yesterday Sunday, Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and we start with a church service okay. and uh, it's always good for us to invoke God's presence yes. into everything that we'll do where our members and uh, well wishers, join us with the congregation mm-hmm. and Wednesday we have the media bliss where Members from the committee and also task forces would be on the media as we are doing now, Mm -hmm. right? In terms of talking about the issues of human trafficking. And so then we have community presentations. There are several presentations that we are going to be doing at various parishes within the island. Then um, on Friday, we have our street fair. Our street fair is going to be at the corner of Market and Nevis Street starting from 8 a.m. and um, where we invite our social partners to come and display. They work and those social partners are persons who we also collaborate with mm. government and also non governmental agencies. So we're asking persons to come out and just to see exactly what it is, mm-hmm. they our social partners and the the trafficking in persons prevention secretary, what we have to offer in terms of services. Then the big day Saturday, our annual um, walk, mm-hmm. we are gonna move off from the Lions Den at seven AM and um, T shirts are available and we ask persons who are interested in terms of uh, being part of that walk to call us on the 562-7089, 562-7089. That is going to be during working hours. Mm-hmm. Give us your size, and we're going to tell you when to come and collect your shirt. And, um, or you can call 736-9229, 736-9229. If it's in a group, make it the merrier mm. so that we can give you the T-shirts and um, water bottles mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. part of the walk. Um, the walk is a very short walk. We start at the Lion's Den up Independence Drive, turn down um, Vivian Richard, and back into Market Street, back into the Lion's Den, a little talk. And that's it. It's like a mm-hmm. fitness walk. Okay. And around the time, when the persons are going to be doing the shopping, and we want to interact mm-hmm. with mem- members of the public in terms of sharing their brochures and so on. So we're inviting persons to um, come out on that. And if I can repeat the numbers mm-hmm. again, 736 92 736 9229 And our office number is 562 uh, 562- 7089, 562 7089. And if you know any person who Mm -hmm. is associated with the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Committee, Task Forces, or the Ministry of Labor, uh, um, Public Safety and Labor, you can make contact with them and they may make contact with us Mm -hmm. also, Mm -hmm. as long as you are going to, you want to be part of the um, the, the walk. Mm -hmm. And other partners who may wish to display their services, they can call us also, and then we can make a space available for them. Can we all in this together? And as the team said, join the fight. Human trafficking is not right.
0: Join us again next week as we continue our conversation with Miss Alverna Innes and Mister Gregson Gardner from the Trafficking in Persons Prevention Committee here in Antigua and Barbuda. Thanks for listening in on our conversation. We trust that it was beneficial to you as you continue to develop a more meaningful life. Do you have a topic or a guest you would like us to have a conversation with for a future episode on Lighthouse Conversations? We would love to hear your suggestions. Send us a mail at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, P.O. Box 1057, St. John's, Antigua, or lighthouse b-i-m-i at gmail.com or give us a call at area code 268-462-1454 or send us a message via whatsapp or text at area code 268-782-1454 Thanks for listening. Remember, you can hear Lighthouse Conversations Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. If you're in Antigua, you can listen at 92.3 MHz FM. If you're in the Caribbean, you can listen at 1160 kHz AM. Or listen online at www.radiolighthouse.org from anywhere in the world or you can subscribe to this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Bye-bye.